Hey, what's up, leaders? Welcome back to another week of our Summer Sizzle Within the Lead podcast with Kim Harris. So thank you so much for those of you who are joining us now and those of you who will even watch it again on the live and those of you who might even check this out on the actual podcast. So just thank you for being here. Thank you for your presence today. Today's topic is going hard in the paint. And this entire summer sizzle season, we have invited guests to come in and share their perspective, their leadership lens with us on various topics. Those topics were carefully selected primarily to be able to support you as you walk into this next quarter, this next season, and begin to get some things together to make some changes in your day-to-day life. And so we wanted to make sure that we came to you with relevant topics, with things that you could really relate to, and people who were able to provide experiences that we knew you could glean something from. So today, our guest is you. Our audience is the guest today. And here's what we want you to do. There are some questions that have been coming across our Instagram feed, and we want to answer those questions today. But at, during our time together, and we won't be together long, but just during our short time together, if there are questions that you have that you want us to answer today, so go ahead and drop those down in our live. Go ahead and drop those down, and we will certainly answer those questions today. And again, this will always be available for you to listen to over and over and for you to share with some other individuals. So let's talk a little bit about going hard in the paint. And what, what do we mean by going hard in the paint? Well, when I think about that, I'm thinking about having a relentless focus on what I'm going to do to establish some goals and then crush it. So it really truly is a relentless focus. And so thinking about going hard in the paint, there are certain seasons in our lives where, of course, we go harder than we do on other times, but we're coming up on a time within our within our um, world where we're different. We're definitely taking some different walks and some different avenues so that we can do some different things and realize our goals and have the lifestyle that we desire. And so as we think about going hard in the paint, one of the questions that came up that really led us to this particular topic was asking, what is your planning process like when you get ready to attack a new goal? And so again, I'm just gonna share with you what I do when I'm getting ready to attack a new goal. Typically what I do first is I'm, I'm gonna pray. I'm definitely praying about that goal. I'm definitely writing it down because I want to make sure that I'm crystal clear on what I want my outcome to be. So I'm praying about it and then I'm writing about it. Once I have established that that's the thing that I really truly want to pursue, I'm, I then move into creating a, a little action plan. And these action plans have kind of like weekly goals. So I, I, I might establish some steps that I want to take to, to kind of crush the, some small pieces, some small wins within a week that's going to propel me to accomplish my goal. And after that, I'm just really focused on crushing it one, one goal at a time, one mini action step at a time until my entire goal is realized. 
Now, there are setbacks during that time. There are barriers during those times. And I just roll with them. I just roll with whatever they are. And I really, truly try to have that conversation with myself about, okay, Kim, remember what it is you want to be able to do. Remember that goal that you had in mind. Are you sure about the outcome that you're seeking? And so all of those steps are things that I do to get ready to crush a goal. But I'm really interested in hearing what, what do you do? What do you do when you get ready to crush a goal, when you've established a different piece that of life that you want to enjoy? What is it that you're doing? So share that with us. And I'm seeing another question. It's funny because I have to twist my head to see this on the camera. But um, what are some strategies to balance leadership and home life? What are some strategies to balance leadership and home life? That is a really, really good question because it's something that, that I've been working at really, really hard to do. Now, one of the things that, that I might do is try to balance those pieces is First of all, understanding, and I'm thinking back to a segment that we had earlier on our podcast where Danielle came and talked to us about all relationships are leadership relationships. And I really do believe that. And I'm thinking about how can I make sure that I'm being a leader in my home as well as on my, uh, on my job or in my work or in the things that matter to me. So one of the things that I would encourage you to do is really truly make a plan. So when you think about being a leadership at home and balancing what you do, making a plan has a lot to do with managing your time, right? So managing your time is critical. So there's got to be a segment of the day where you take care of you. There's a segment of the day where you take care of other people. There's a segment of the day when you just really just want to chill, all right? And so I would definitely encourage you to focus in on some time management strategies to section out your day. That's not down to the minute, but say, you know, from 12 to one, I'm going to do this, right? I'm going to do, I'm going to work a little bit or I'm going to focus in on some things that I need to do at home. But time management truly is the, is the key. The other thing that I would, I would share with you in terms of balancing that is get everybody involved. Everybody has to be involved in this conversation, in this strategy, and in the room. Everybody has to be involved. So it's so important when you're trying to balance home life that everybody understands the goal. Everybody has to understand the goal so that they, in turn, can support you as you work to crush those particular pieces and balance your leadership life and your home life. So those are just some a, a couple of nuggets that I would encourage you to do. Not, first of all, time management, but not look at look at it in chunks. Look at it in chunks of time so that that you want to really be able to plan out. And then again, make sure everybody understands the goal. Everybody understands the plan so that they can get on board and support you in that process. So thank you so much for that question. Another question that we had come across our Instagram feed is how to turn relationships into dollars. Now, one of the things that I want to make sure that you understand, I am by no means a, an expert in all areas, but I can tell you what experiences that I've had and that how they have worked for me and worked to get me to the place where I desire to be in, um, in my walk. So when I think about how do you turn relationships into dollars, because some time ago during our very first segment, I talked about how important relationships were. 
right? And how important it is to establish those relationships so that you can have influence over people. And so one of the things that I would really share is to be so super genuine with your approach when you're building a relationship. And, you know, I understand that this is in some ways a give to get society, but when you truly have a desire to serve people and you truly want to provide things to them that you know will be better for them in the long run, it really starts with that true, genuine desire to want to provide. I'd also say to think about gifting a small piece of that, right? People want to understand and experience what you have to offer before they are all many times willing to put their dollars into it. So they kind of want to experience it. I would say give them that experience. Give them something. And it doesn't have to be anything major, but let them know that you are invested in the opportunity to serve them, that you are invested in the time that they provide to you. And one of the things that I've learned along the way is that every relationship does not yield reciprocity. It doesn't mean that you're always going to get what you give from that particular person. But I set a model in my life, and that is truly to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And I don't, I'm not necessarily looking for the same effects to come from the individuals that I serve, but what I do know is when I give it my all, when I'm genuine with my approach, they in turn, it's like spreading the word. It's like the word of mouth. They in turn, in turn share what they've experienced as a result of the service that I provided. And then that turns into dollars for me. And I give you a prime example. I started a nonprofit um, some years ago, and a lot of it was around just just getting in where I fit in, just, just providing a need, whatever that service was. And I will tell you, there were times when we were doing estate sales and we were uh, signing people up for registration for marathons. It was tedious work. And from that particular opportunity, from those chances to get involved and to be at the need and at the ready for other people, individuals had started to recommend my non not my nonprofit as one to give donations to. So it was never the people that I actually interfaced with that were looking for me to give the donations, but they were the word of mouth that allowed that that very thing to happen. And so I encourage you to be genuine about your your approach, be genuine about the service that you provide. I always say gift something, gift something, because that is how people come to know who you are and what you provide and the value of your service. I always say to gift something and then just sit back and, and, and watch it work. Just sit back and watch it work. So we certainly thank you for those questions. And we also want you to know that this is, we have one more week in our summer sizzle session just one more week and next week we have asia robinson coming to us with moving in fear so i want you to kind of see where our topics have been taking us and really get on that journey to making some shifts and some pivots in your day-to-day -day walk so the first week remember we talked about the top three things that leaders do and then we came back week two with positioning to pivot. 
just in case you have to pivot, you are in position to do that. And that has some strategies attached to it with uh, what you might want to do and what you might want to think about as you move in that way. And then our third week, we chatted with Mark about um, managing your fear and uh, really shooting your shot. And one of his pieces was to manage your fear. And now we are looking to help you go hard in the paint. And so what does that mean? Here's the challenge that I want to leave with you today. I want you to develop a strategy that you are going to use every single time you develop a goal that you want to crush. So what is that strategy for you? I shared you the strategy that I use each time. I pray about it, I write about it, I develop an action plan, and then I come back with bite-sized weekly chunks of information that I want to get out or I want to um, seek or I want to know more about so I can actually crush that goal. So what is your strategy? Share with us what your strategy is. I'm sure it'll benefit some other leader who is in this walk along with alongside you. So as we get ready to close our time together, I do want you to know that this is going to be available on our podcast platform, wherever you get your podcast. So I do want you to share with somebody. And if you still yet have questions that you want us to address, go ahead and drop them in our Instagram feed and we'll definitely make sure that we respond to you there. And so we are so glad that to be able to spend this time with you today. And one of the things that we want to also leave with you is to be sure that you develop opportunities to impact the people who impact the world. So until we meet next week for our last session of our summer sizzle, make it a great day.